episode number 395. Everything's only getting faster. Right. So the people and the businesses and the brands that are currently struggling trying to figure out how to post an Instagram, they're going to still be struggling in five years when everything is even way crazier than it is now and more confusing than it is now. Right. So you have to get that mentality really locked in now mm-hmm. to just have a shotting, you know, a shot at what's coming. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, but on days like this where I know you're going to get some value, get some energy, get some flow in your business, in your mindset with a, a holistic approach. But bottom line, we're trying to grow. We're trying to scale. And like my man says, Anthony, business is simple, but people are complicated. And uh, I'm bringing you a, a great dude in the space of business mindset coaching. And like I said, it with the holistic approach, which I like, I'm going to get into Mr. Anthony Sabatino. Anthony, are you ready to be real? I am absolutely ready to be real. I'm excited to be on the show. Absolutely, my dude. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. And after looking at the website, um, you know, not only are you guys doing a lot of things, but it's really a good point about how business is, is, uh, is simple, but people are complicated. We complicate it. There's a complicated process. And a lot of times, as the owners of businesses too, we sometimes get in our own way. You know what I mean? And that's where a lot of times a coach, a mentor, someone that can help you kind of take that out of sight perspective. But take me back into your story, my dude. Were you always into business yourself? Were you always into selling lemonade and doing the, doing the hustle? So yes and no. I never had the lemonade stand. Uh, I did it a little bit differently. So uh, I started out basically flipping products that I would find, you know, in Walmart, things like that on Facebook Marketplace, believe it or not. Yep. So that was kind of how I learned, you know, the supply and demand process of the market. So I learned that way. Um, From there, I kept doing that, made a little bit of money, nothing crazy. It was more of a learning experience. Um, Then I ended up starting a Amazon store that kind of took that to the next level. So we do fulfillment by Amazon, so an FBA store. So we have brand deals, all these people going to warehouse, things like that. So it's funny how, you know, ironic how it grew. Um, And then, you know, a couple of years past that. And now here we are now in the consulting business. So, so you still own those other businesses too, as well, operating in them, or you kind of moved on past them and, uh, or used all that knowledge to move into this space. Nope. Everything's still operating. So I have the business and the consulting that I got going now. What were the first, some of the first products that you were hunting down when you were on that Walmart hunt? Yeah. So believe it. So I really took advantage near the winter time. So a lot of Christmas products, a lot of Christmas things were, were mm. a part of it. There was a point where a lot of camping gear was a part of it just by, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it was pretty much anything that I could, you know, sell for a profit mm-hmm. with an authentic, you know, spin on it without trying to do anything bad. Right. Um, so in the Christmas season, it was great though, because everything that people were buying were from there. So I would go straight to Walmart, pick up Christmas trees, you know, reindeer things you put in the front lawn and then sell on Facebook marketplace. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? How, how the arbitrage, I, I do the same thing in the sports car business. You know, you can buy, on a platform like whatnot or some of these other platforms. And then the arbitrage is do the listing, do the time, put the energy into the listing. And the next thing you know, that card sells that you bought for a dollar or two bucks, invest into 30 bucks for that card, you know, or something like that. And if you can do that at scale, like you're doing, and you've, you've successfully found, uh, like Gary Vee's always talked about, it's just sitting out there for you guys. You know, it's just a matter of hustling it down. Not every product is going to sell through. So doing some research. Um, I like the sports car business because the inventory is small. You know, you can put, 
5,000 sports cars in a real small space. You put 5,000, you know, uh, starting lineups, if you want to call it, or some Lego boxes or something like that. You're talking a whole different, you know, inventory space, or you're talking about clothing or things like that. So you have to take that into consideration too, right? It's uh, the space starts uh, getting cluttered. Otherwise, if you're not uh, (laughs) selling through some of that stuff, you know, Um, but I'm going to hop on network right now after this show, which is another online platform like whatnot. And the cool thing now is selling is happening like the home shopping network all the time on your phone, you know? And so as those apps develop, as, uh, uh, you know, the convenience of that, it makes selling even like Anthony, your products and stuff like that. You guys come up with a show, you have a hit series of products and you can even sell through that stuff even faster than even obviously the Amazon or, or uh, eBay, because the beautiful thing about the whatnot shows or the network shows is in that one hour, people are buying in that one hour. You're not like listing and hoping they're going to buy, right? Like there is some predictive uh, predictability to the online businesses. Like, hey, people are going to need Christmas trees. No, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But if you had a Christmas tree show and you're selling 50 Christmas trees, you're guaranteed to sell through that 50 Christmas trees pretty much in that time, as long as you have an appropriate amount of buyers. So that is the other beautiful thing now. I think that, uh, you know, sellers... Um, need to embrace, you know, these, these, these other ways to sell. And uh, on top of the listing kind of platforms, there's these live sale mechanisms where you can move through that inventory, like in an hour, you know what I mean? So, you know, by the time I'm done my hour, all that inventory is done. What's next, you know? And uh, that way you don't have to worry about the storage problem, right? Like it's, it's going right through your hands, right into a storage container and right out to someone else. Um, There's a lot of businesses like that. And, and so, Tell me now about your sweet spot uh, of now consulting and kind of helping businesses. What are the types of businesses you really enjoy working with or love working with? Yeah, it's a great question. So we work mainly with small to medium sized businesses. So that usually is defined by, you know, staff and revenue, right? So we're usually living in that small to medium sized range and we do it in two major areas. So we focus mainly on leveraging brand through omnipresence. That's our big Mm. focus. So a lot of people, you know, will push branding and marketing and marketing, obviously at a macro, but branding specifically, we'll talk about, you know, Instagram, the the main ones, right? But there's a very succinct thing that a lot of business owners and brands at at a large really miss out on. It's unfortunate is that the idea of omnipresence is so important because if you look at what people are looking for, especially in 2022, like, let's be real, you know, we, social media has been said and done with, we know kind of it's there, you know, it's not a new thing. So to not be everywhere is a disservice, right? Mm -hmm. It also creates a lack of credibility in a major way, but also you're only a negative to be on one or two platforms for whatever reason you make up in your head, because you never know where your next customer is going to be from. You also never know where the word of mouth is going to come in after the fact. Mm. So it's only a disservice to not be omnipresent. So that's the one area. Second area we focus on is mainly through delegation strategy. So let's imagine a world, right? Where you build this company, you're building this brand, it's going well, sales are coming into the door, you're growing and you're figuring out you're reading these, you're reaching these plateaus. Things aren't going exactly what you thought. You thought it could be bigger, whatever. And that comes down to a level of your delegation ability, right? How well can you delegate? How well can you hire, fire, maneuver departments, things like that? Can we do that in an emotionally intelligent way? Can we do that in a way that allows and flourishes a company to scale? And so we do a lot of consulting as that as well. And that's a really important thing. I think more time and time again, you'll see it is hard to delegate. You know, it is hard to delegate. And at the end of the day, let's be real right now, 2022, it's hard to get people to, to, to stay on the team. Everyone's moving around. There's a lot of job opportunities out there if you're an entrepreneur. And so um, we've had a lot of different people on the show. Recently, we had someone talking, uh, uh, Mr. Ralph. 
he had, he started an, uh, an advertising agency, Spark 44. They had like zero people. Started like that 1,200 people, 15 offices globally, working with the biggest brands in the world. And he read, wrote read a, uh, wrote a book called uh, talking about the soul, you know, of the business and how important that is. Because if you don't have a soul, if you don't know where the the approach is, team members just come and go like it's no big deal because there's no accountability. And people get burned out and, you know, the blah, blah, blah. We, we've all been down that road. Um, the second you start asking people to do too damn much, like, hey, I'm going to start going the job boards here because uh, <laughs> it's a competitive market space, you know. And on top of that, Anthony, you have arbitrages of we just talked about. You could just walk into Walmart and pick up stuff and make money. You, I mean, there's so many places, the dollar store, you know, and, and not everything. But if you do your research and you put in the hustle and, and the effort, it's guaranteed to work. It's it, there's so many arbitrages out there. So you have kind of entrepreneurship, I think, calling everybody right now um, as well in their daily lives, you know, because you have so many platforms. Like I remember when I was a kid and collecting Anthony, you buy sports cars, like there was nowhere to sell it. Like the only place to buy a person to buy it was like the dealer. He's going to like give you whatever he's going to give you. It's still that same way. Now, you get something good on whatever world it is, uh, haul, collectibles, blah, blah, blah. Pop it up on eBay, put a price, take offers, and you got the whole damn world, you know, based on what they want. If it, if they want your product, they might offer you a deal, you know? And then you say, hey, I accept it. Boom, you got a transaction happening, you know? And so obviously uh, the beautiful thing in those businesses, they make a cut, you make a cut, everybody moves on, you know? And uh, But the most important thing now is, you can actually sell those things, you know? And I think that people forget that. Like you talked about the Omnichannel, so many places to sell. Facebook Marketplace, Instagram DMs, uh, the whatnots and the networks, the eBay platforms, and even there's a million other ones in the sports card hobby alone, but in every business. And so I always remember people, don't forget this, Shopify and these some of these, these incredible tools that cost very little money to add onto your website. Bing, start taking revenue right away the next day. Uh, and, and people forget that, right? Like putting their inventory on their website, taking orders right there. Uh, it's, a, it's incredible. So the most important thing I think well, nowadays, was, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying that's, so it's important to be acknowledged where the attention is, right? That's why it's working on eBay and whatnot and things like that. Like, cause that's where the attention is. Like you said, years ago, you couldn't sell it because there was no attention for it. There was no desire. Now there is, you get to play to it. Right. It's incredible, though. That's the fun thing is you're always learning, always adapting, never staying stagnant, never staying stagnant, my dude. After running my social media agency for 12 years, we got hit by the pandemic. We evolved and pivoted. My, I personally evolved and pivoted. Say, hey, I don't want to fire anybody. I want to keep you guys all on staff. I want to keep this thing going. How can I create more revenue for this business? And that was the a sports card vision. That meant me doing some more, you know, brainstorming, working hard, you know, extra stuff. But that kept everybody got dialed in. And sometimes that's what you got to do too, is adapt, pivot. And that's another way to grow. Talk to me about what some of the challenges people are having right now with the, with their, with the businesses. Like when they come to you, what are, what are some of the biggest challenges right now? Yeah. So a couple of them, right? I think that that always varies. So is contextual. Something that I really believe in. If there's one thing that I know for sure is that every, there's, every problem is available, right? Mm. So there's always a problem to be had and there's nothing wrong with that, right? So most businesses, what I, what I work with them are usually struggling in those two areas. So for example, we'll have a company come in and, you know, they're, they have this humongous ambition of building this big brand. They have all the, you know, the goals and the, the motivation in the world. 
but their actions never align with what that macro ambition is. And I'm sure you know, you know, the whole idea of reverse engineering your macro ambition is really what it comes down to. And so when they're working with trying to figure something out and they're doing it the complete wrong way, I always go through this mentality. I say things only continue to amplify as we go forward in, in this digital world that we're going into. We're only getting more amplified. Everything's only getting faster. Right. So the p- people and the businesses and the brands that are currently struggling trying to figure out how to post an Instagram, they're going to still be struggling in five years when everything is even way crazier than it is now and more confusing than it is now. Right. So you have to get that mentality really locked in now mm-hmm. to just have a shotting, you know, a shot at what's coming. And so that's a big problem, right? Is understanding how do we, how do we get a leg up on this? Because you've spent the entire time since inception of the business trying to figure it out and it's been confusing. So let's figure out the branding. And again, like you kind of alluded to before, another humongous issue is I have a team of 10. I have a team of 50. I have a team 200. I have no idea how to delegate this better. I just, I feel like I'm in a, I'm in this plateau. I don't know what to do. So we work a lot with that. The problems always are contextual within those two, but those are the main ones that I've, I've seen. And I think more and more people are going to have that problem as we're building bigger, bigger businesses, folks, which I love, my dude. So you're in a great space. Now, my dude, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. You want to give your Instagram a shout out so we can get some more followers there or... The business uh, sure. account just as well, just so we can tag it. Yeah, at Anthony Sabatino ASPF, all one word. Bam, let's go. Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak. Steak. Laptop or smartphone? Smartphone. Smartphone. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Bam, Spotify, the OG platform. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Listening. Listening to books, Audible, 10x speed. I remember Tom Billy said five, 4x speed. Let's go, yeah. baby. As fast as you can listen. <laughs> I used to do 1.5x, but but dude, man, that's the beautiful thing about it. You can speed up that that dang book, baby. Um, yeah, if, you're thinking, if you're thinking about uh, diversifying the portfolio, stocks, real estate, or crypto. Big into crypto lately, actually, with NFT. So I'm probably going to answer that right now. Let's go, baby. I got, uh, I started getting in, I got into crypto in 2015. So I love crypto. I'm all about it. Love it, love it, love it. And the NFT thing popped up and I started getting into it on the wrong platform. I got started buying some on Maker's Place, which I love. They're incredible NFTs. I got a lot of sports ones, some incredible uh, Maradona one uh, before he passed away. Just incredible ones. But OpenSea, baby. What an incredible story. And uh, that was the one to be buying on. So I'm kind of looking, I'm using uh, rarity tools and kind of checking things out and uh, just checking everything out. You know, it's an interesting space, man. I'm, I'm taking maybe a little bit of my ETH that I uh, was able to get 20 bucks out a pop back in 2015 and uh, put it to good use, baby. Let's go. You never know where the future is going to go. Yep. That's Love awesome, it. brother. That's awesome. Crypto is a very important thing to include in your portfolio. Even if you're like, I always tell my dad, like, just put a per percentage, you know, like 1%, 10%. Like, it doesn't have to be all in. If you're younger, you want to do something different. I get it. There's a risk to everything, but at least 1%. You know what I mean? At least 1%, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. At least 1%. Oceans or lakes if you're taking a vacation right now? Oceans. Bam! What ocean uh, would you want to go, go on if you were to hop on a plane right now? Mm, actually, I don't think it's classified as an ocean, but I would definitely say the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, which is not hell yeah. yeah. Beautiful, yeah. brother. Oh, my God. I've never, I've only seen it like Santorini and some of these places through my friend's post. But uh, 
because we haven't got a blessed opportunity to get out there. But man, what a beautiful place. Can believe, can believe that. Santorini, put that on the bucket list. Uh, when you're waking <laughs> up for your day, my dude, and getting ready, pumped, energized, why do you love being you? Just the journey of constantly improving. I, th- I don't put too much of a, and I know it's more of a short answer thing, but just to elaborate quickly, there's there's no better thing than continuously learning along the way because you never know where you're heading. And I always go through this mindset of I'm never 100% absolute of knowing exactly what I should be having. So why, why, why fixate when I can learn and evolve? Never stop. That's like Charlie Munger, who's like 90 something years old, runs uh, Berkshire Hathaway. I'm pretty sure you guys know Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. Maybe you don't know Charlie, but he's the other half. He's a lawyer. He will say a life well lived is a life full of learning. And the dude has lived a great life and running a still a huge company uh, and if it, Berkshire Hathaway wouldn't be the same company without that man. And so I always remember that is that mm-hmm. uh, just never stop that, folks. Never think we're at the great place. Always take on the next step and always look at the, the things. I always say they just missed on the crypto ball because they started calling it rat poison and all that. So they just kind of missed on that. <laughs> but, hey, they could have taken yeah. 1%. And they look like the uh, the crypto kings, man, if they were uh, just to take a little 1% of that BK, BRK. Um do you think you ever retire from the game of consulting, entrepreneurship, uh, running businesses, uh, arbitrage businesses, and uh, and having fun? I think I think it'll evolve. I don't know if I'll ever quit it, or you know, I guess you'd have to define retire. Right. I think I don't think this business will stay exactly where it's at. I think things will change in dynamics. I think when the world continues to evolve, we will always adapt. Um, but I think I'm always going to be in the game in some way. There we go, baby. He's always in the game. Do you have a routine on starting your day? Uh, a way to keep your game going for the day? Uh, I, I don't do coffee, which is something that I've been really been uh, evident on lately. A lot of people have been asking me that. Uh, I don't do coffee, but I do wake up. I try to do shower as soon as I get up, head to the gym, um, and get to work from there. Um, and then the only thing I would say is I've been doing lately is in the shower. Once I'm almost done, I'll start to cut to cold. So I'll try to start oh, that cold shower. Yeah, that's a great way to kind of boost your energy. In crazy way. I always tell my wife, I'm taking cold showers and she trips. Since Wim Hof, <laughs> since I stumbled upon Wim Hof, I take cold showers. I'll do at least like the same. I'll either start it off hot, go cold, or, or just go hella cold. If I, Especially if you're working out and you're kind of hot already, it's easier. If you're hella cold, you're like, I don't want to do it, you know, too cold. But man, it just, it knocks out all the weird mitochondria out of your body, all the weird shit yeah, in your body. And just knocks that little shit silly and makes the stronger part of you survive, which is uh, it's very important, man. If you're not testing your body and not obviously using supplementations and meditations and bone broth, I try to drink some bone broth or anything that you like and enjoy, but other things that, you know, basically can help supplement your life. And and, and cold showers are definitely one of them, I think. Um, Something simple. Yeah. yeah. One thing that, so I learned this before I did the cold showers. I think this can help some people. So a lot of people, when they think of, you know, doing cold shower, they think of that, what you just said, right? It's so cold. You don't want to do it. Like it sucks. So what I looked at now, the lens that I look through it as is when I get in the shower and I'm going cold, be very conscientious of what's happening with your breath. Cause you get that shallow breath movement, right? When you hit the cold, it's like your body's reaction. Yes. Then think about this. So if that's the case, the more you can become, you know, comfortable in that uncomfortable state, that's the exact way your body's reacting when you're anxious and fearful, if you're giving a public speech. So yep. think about how that translates, right? You do it in a very safe environment, a cold shower, you let your body adapt and maintain this new, you get to, your body gets to learn, right? So when you're in a new state, it's not as uncomfortable. It's not as foreign, really cool way to look at it. Love it. I always say I'm a warrior, baby. I got this. If it's, if I'm feeling that, uh, you know, crazy, you know, that short term breath, I'm like, I got this baby. Yeah. 
It ain't nothing yep. to me. It ain't nothing, baby. Just like I did right before the show. Because I got this network right back to this and then right back into being a dad full time. Uh, and then I got to yep. go right back to running businesses, making sure people aren't making mistakes and all the good fun stuff, stuff that the <laughs> entrepreneurs do uh, in our lives. Uh, what skills are you trying to master right now? Is there a skill you're trying to master, get better at? Uh, yeah, actually, the whole NFT space, I've been very, very adamant on that. And I'm learning as much as humanly possible around Love every it. blockchain possible. You know, I'm putting a lot of effort into that right now. I always say own the chain, baby. Solano, you know, Solana, you know, own the chains, baby. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, the future, obviously, with the, uh, you know, Decentraland and some of this stuff is very interesting, too. And then also, I truly believe in this, this, this crypto. I've owned it for a long time is Link. Um, because they're the Oracle, they're the kind of the confirm, I mean, who knows for sure, but it's just, a, it's mm -hmm. a great, it's a great play as well. And having a basket too, just because that way you have, you know, have them play off each other, you know? Um, and yeah. honestly, when, when Doge point was pumping and I had a, you know, a, a bag, if you want to call it in my Robin hood, and I just started with a less than a thousand dollars and it went to a buco, I was selling a little bit every day, you know, and buying Kobe Bryant on card autos and buying things because that's the beautiful thing about investing too, is when you do cash out, you get to enjoy another piece of investment or mm -hmm. something like that. As long as you don't take the money and just burn it on fire, you know, sure. part of it is uh, the, the, the exit, right? Just like in business, just like in your arbitrage of your business or just like in life, um, you know, part of it is the enjoying the exit a little bit now uh, instead of waiting 20,000 years from now to enjoy the little perks of that, you know, because things go up, right. things go down. But if you're selling a little bit along the way, you get to do things that uh, no one gets to do. So, Congratulations to do you, my dude. Hopefully, you get the next big NFT project, and you are sitting on a yacht somewhere, uh, uh, like the board eight people or the uh, what was the other one before oh that God. one? The fucking V friends. I'm like, dude, I should have just got on all of them, baby. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Fa your favorite app right now or tool you like using in the business? In the business, um, I'm a, just all over Instagram. That's what it's my biggest app that I use for the business. Um, outside of that, I'm a big fan of Trello too, which Ooh, is a yes. So, like, organizational tool. I use that a lot for client timelines and things like that. Right. Um, in addition to a CRM, this is more of like a bird's eye view, very simplified version. So big fan of Trello. Trello is the best. It's like a bunch of sticky notes, folks. And it's just, bam, you can move things around. It's all on the cloud. Since we've been running the business yep. for 12 years, it's great ways to organize content boards, you know, past posts, et cetera. And you just pop in on a client's board, all their shit's there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's incredible share it with everybody team has approval blah 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 you know it's it's and it's relatively free i think there is some paid stuff but uh for for a lot of it it's just free it's an incredible product for free a couple last yeah. questions for you my dude before we roll uh if dude. you could sit down and chop it up with anybody right now to with the steak dinner who would you want to see who would you want to talk to oh i think i think you know this dude i'm going gary v going gary, gary v, v baby yeah, let's yeah. crush it oh man i freaking love the dude i freaking love the dude man yeah. they like made like 90 million dollars in nfts last year on his way to buying the Jets, baby. On his way. Like I said, I interviewed Tyler on the show. I don't know if you're familiar with Tyler Schmidt. He uh, runs 137 yeah. point and a uh, good dude in the sports card hobby too. And I had him on the show and he, uh, you know, was started with, with, with Gary a long time. And now he's got a lot of responsibility in this separate company that Gary's got. And uh, it's cool to see how he, he nurtures people and watches them grow. And uh, that's the thing I love about Gary too. He, he, he does it the best, man. The thing about Gary V is if you follow what he does, and he practiced what he kind of is giving you for free. Most of it's going to work over time. Some shit yep. doesn't work. You do most things. It works over time. Like the podcast. When I started podcast uh, almost 10 years ago, almost coming up on 400 shows now. 
it could always be bigger. Yeah, we could always be, but we're 400, 400 deep, baby. We're building the catalog, epic shows, bringing on hitters in the hobby as well as entrepreneurship now. Boom! And only getting bigger, right? And that's what it's about. It's like you don't stop and and then you have a little bit of success along the way, you know? And and uh, I'll tell you, I think the biggest reason why I said him when you asked me that question is because based on what we talked about earlier, one of the things that he really pushed that clicked for me almost above all else, and it was a long time ago, I remember he, he was in a vlog of his, and it was when you're producing content, and to your point, you know, you got a catalog of 400 plus episodes now, right? Instead of looking at that as a metric, Right. Think of that as the legacy play. Think back of you being able to show your kids in 10 years, all of this that you just created. That is so much more fulfilling than any number you'll get out of it. 1000 bro. And the thing about podcasts is like, we hit a hot show here. Anthony shares it with his following. Someone likes the, you know, the B-Roll show. They go deep and dive like Netflix, you know, picking and choosing what shows they like. And they listen to the backlog. We can see the analytics. And so that's the beautiful thing, you know, and the backlog yep. and the content. And like you said, the legacy play, baby. Let's go. We're leaving a legacy around here, my dude. Let's get it. I really appreciate you, dude. You bring a great vibe, a great energy. And I, I really um, hope that anyone does have a online business, a, a business that needs help and needs a coach, a mentor, someone that could, has done this real world experience uh, because they like your vibe. Um, where can we send them on the website, dude? Where's the best place to send them? And we'll put them in the show notes as well. Yeah. If you want to go to the website, website's www.aspfsolutions.com. Best way to reach me though is on Instagram, which is at AS, uh, Anthony Sabatino, ASPF. Best way to reach me, or you can just send me an email. My email is Anthony at ASPFsolutions.com. There we go. So you have all those and don't worry, folks, we're going to put that in the show notes. Just quickly hit the description and you got that. Well, dude, like I said, man, I always tell my entrepreneurs, the world is full of abundance, baby. We got this. The world is full of abundance. Keep continuing to create that for you, your customers, your family, your friends, my man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Folks, you've been hanging out with Mr. Anthony Sabatino and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-roll show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at i love podcast that's i l u v podcast.com do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does, they don't care and these folks care and I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcast, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.